Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Right. Well, joining us for, for some more thoughts on, on the challenge that this, this poses, uh, Carol Henke joins us, public information officer with the Calgary Fire Department. Carol, thank you so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. And first of all, I just want to say our, our sincere condolences to the family. I mean, I can't even imagine how how heartbreaking this, this is for them. Yeah, it's unimaginable. And, uh, yeah. really is. Um, this, this is such a unique kind of challenge. I mean, obviously, when we're dealing with fire, that's a potentially dangerous situation. But, you know, we it's more visible or you, know, you can smell the smoke. You can see the smoke. You can see the flames. If we're dealing with a carbon monoxide leak, we don't have that, right, do we? No, carbon monoxide is colorless, odorless, tasteless, non-irritating, and we just do not know when it's present. And that's why carbon monoxide alarms are so incredibly important because they are what what's going to let us know that there is an issue, a danger in our home. Um, when it comes to, to larger buildings now, is there, I mean, do, do cities have their own building codes? And I mean, is there any kind of rules around uh, whether these are mandatory? Do you know? So we have the Alberta Building Code, which uh, provides the building guidelines and regulations. And then we have the Alberta Fire Code, which is a maintenance document. And so the 2014 Alberta Building Code has stated that carbon monoxide alarms are now mandatory and that was implemented May 1st of 2015. So any new buildings built after that, uh, be they single family residents or multifamily residents, need to have carbon monoxide alarms. Now, a lot of the buildings we have across the city are older than that, right? right? So it's really important for homeowners, for occupants to supply and have their own carbon monoxide alarm because again most of us have fuel burning appliances in our residences so and by that I mean you have a furnace you have a hot water tank some of us have uh, gas stoves gas fireplaces and carbon monoxide can also come from wood-burning fireplaces if you don't have a fresh air intake. Um, and also another source that we see is vehicles running in enclosed spaces such as attached garages. And so those are all the sources that carbon monoxide can come from. And again, if, uh, if we don't have a working alarm that's being maintained, we might not know that there's a problem. All right, so it, it, you know, like in the example of, say, a furnace, it, it mm-hmm. could be a problem with the furnace, it, it could be a leak somewhere. 
right? Yeah, so it's uh, the result of incomplete combustion. So, you know, let's say you forgot to have the annual maintenance on your furnace or your hot water tank. There could be an issue that you're not aware of. Another problem that we see commonly in the wintertime is when we've had a sudden snowfall, temperature fluctuations, fresh air intakes in buildings can be blocked by snow and ice, and that can create a buildup of carbon monoxide as well. So does this tend to be something we see more of, or is it more of a concern then in, in the winter months? So we have these, these additional factors that maybe aren't as present, say, in the summer. Definitely, we see an increase in our calls, our carbon monoxide responses in the wintertime just due to the fact that we're using our furnaces virtually every day and cranking them up in this uh, very cold weather. Our hot water tanks, our gas fireplaces, wood-burning fireplaces, but we do see some some incidents in the summer as well. I mean, we've had uh, fresh air intakes blocked due to you know, bird nests or those types of things being built right right in that spot, and that creates an issue as well. It's not as common as the wintertime calls that we respond to, but definitely can happen in the summertime as well. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to carbon monoxide exposure, um, in terms of, you know, how much it takes to, to start causing harm and what, what the signs and symptoms are, what do people need to know? Well, it can really vary on the individual and the level, the amount of carbon monoxide. So when we measure carbon monoxide in the atmosphere, it's parts per million. And a carbon monoxide alarm will alert at any level. So one of the things we recommend is if you get a carbon monoxide alarm, we recommend a plug-in with a battery backup and one that has a digital display because then you can actually see if it goes into alarm how many parts per million are in the atmosphere. So I mean, it can vary if you have infants, smaller children, elderly people, people that have um, some ailments such as emphysema or things like that, that uh, they are going to be affected more quickly than, you know, someone who, who is a healthy adult. And so, like, let's take 50 parts per million, for example, for a healthy adult with no... Um, no medical issues, there may be no adverse effects for up to eight hours of exposure, but really we want zero exposure and we want zero parts per million. If, if there are any parts per million in your home, you need to have that looked at. And we work very closely with Atco Gas. We call them to a lot of our incidents because there could be an issue with the furnace and we never want to leave an incident and not know what caused that. Right. I got a text from a listener wondering about the testing of, of CO2 detectors. I, I, I think, you know, there would be a button on it. You can make sure it's it's functioning. But in terms of whether it's actually prepared to do its job, I mean, this person's wondering, should I even take it to my car and run, run it under the exhaust pipe? Is there a way of knowing for sure. (laughs) We don't recommend that. Um, Just like we don't recommend using uh, live fire to test smoke alarms. um, The first thing is always to read the manufacturer's instructions. Don't throw those away. Read them. And all alarms, be they smoke alarms or carbon monoxide alarms, should be tested monthly. If they have a If they're battery-operated, change the battery annually. So when you test it, you just push the test button and it should cycle through and go into alarm. And that tells you that it's working. 
And uh, if it doesn't work and it's a battery-operated unit, change the battery. If you've changed the battery to a new one and it still doesn't work, then there's an issue with the unit and you need to replace it. And always check the, um, the expiry date. With carbon monoxide alarms, it has varied in the past. It could be five years, could be seven years, could be 10 years. So really make sure that you know what the expiry date is of your carbon monoxide alarm. For smoke alarms, it's 10 years. Whether they're hardwired or battery operated, they need to be replaced after 10 years. Yeah. But now you can actually get combination units. So you can get carbon monoxide and smoke alarms all in one unit with a 10-year lithium battery. So that is really good. So when it's time to replace the battery, it's basically time to change the whole unit because it's the battery is inside and you can't take it out. But still, they need to be tested once a month. And they, they should be low, right? We're used to seeing uh, smoke detectors, obviously, on the ceiling or near the ceiling, but carbon monoxide detectors, do they need to be closer to the floor? No, not necessarily. So if you have a combination smoke alarm and carbon monoxide alarm unit, that needs to go at the ceiling because okay. smoke is going to rise. Right. If you um, go buy yourself a plug-in unit with a battery backup, you're plugging it in. Most of, you know, most of your plugs are going to be closer to the floor. Carbon monoxide is very close to the weight of air and it moves around with the air currents. And so really it it can be placed anywhere, but again, you need to refer to the manufacturer's instructions. And they are a little on the pricier side. You know, they can be between 40 and $80. So if you can only get one, we want you to put it near or in your sleeping area. Imagine you're in a two-story house. A lot of people think, oh, I'll put it in the furnace room because that's the most likely uh, place for the carbon monoxide to come from. But in the middle of the night, you're sleeping upstairs, the chances of you hearing it alarm are, are you know, slim to none. So it's really important to have that alarm. If you only have one, have it close to your sleeping area. Now, we do recommend one on every level if, if you can do that. Yeah. Well, some important advice. Carol, thanks so much for making some time for, your, for us here today. really appreciate this. Oh, thank you very much. All right, take, take care. care. All right, that's uh, Carol Henke, a public information officer with the Calgary Fire Department. So some really important information. You can go to calgary.ca, uh, and you can find more of this here. How to prevent carbon monoxide buildup in your home, as she said. Make sure fuel-burning appliances, chimneys, vents are cleaned and inspected each year or before you start to use them. Make sure vents for the dryer, furnace, stove, fireplace. Always clear of snow and other debris. Only use gas and charcoal barbecues outdoors, away from all doors. Only use portable fuel-burning generators outdoors in a well-ventilated area. Make sure portable fuel-burning heaters are vented properly. Never use the stove or oven to heat your home. Never run a car, vehicle, or other motor inside a garage, even if the garage door is open. And that's an important point. Every year, check all the fuel-burning appliances in your home. Make sure they're working properly and used properly. Uh, and there's a lot more there, calgary.ca. But I guess if, if some potential good can come of this, this awful tragedy, it's that it maybe makes people think of these things. And maybe somebody will notice something that maybe they otherwise wouldn't have noticed. Uh, and so maybe another tragedy uh, or other tragedies can be prevented. A lot of questions, though, about what happened with this case in Airdrie. The source of the leak, why there was no alarm in the facility, in the apartment, why a 12-year-old boy had to die. 416-360-0740.
403-974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.